This week three NFL picks and Bill Burr edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season is back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the week three action. Enter code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and the NFL back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second. The money room, my partner picks Ryan real money. Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Oh man, Sean. I hope, I hope everyone's stretched because Why they're going to uh, especially their ear holes. Cause we're going to be tout tout. <laughs> it is uh if you're it's new out season, baby, if you're new to the podcast, um, you're welcome. And uh, for <laughs> yeah. the uh, old listeners, you're welcome again, completely free. And we've just been on a ATS tear. Wait, how much, Sean? How much do we charge? Completely free subscriptions. Oh well, we're, we're we should be behind a Patreon. We should be behind a paywall. But to subscribe to the podcast, how much? Is completely that free. That's, free. Okay. That's why they call us the People's Podcast. The website. How much does it cost to get on that that gem with all those? It's articles? also it's also free. Holy shit! Tons of content over on the website. Tons of content on the podcast network, and we're. We're red hot. Kramer coming off uh, the first triple crown of the year, hitting his lock dog and tease. We need like the uh, the Apollo man with the broom <laughs> to come out and talk about that sweet baby. And I'm I'm of course two and zero oh with my locks. Sean, I didn't just I didn't just go go undefeated this week on the lock dog tease, which by the way included included the Las Vegas Raiders on the money line. A true get our shit going mentally. A true onions play. Uh, and again, uh, but Sean. Yes, I'm sorry. Sure, the tout's not over. Keep tout three and zero oh on the recap show slash Monday night props. You joined me for the three and zero oh boat there. Six and zero, oh. but to go six and zero oh on the key elements of the show, the free picks we give. Of course, every game we pick against the spread have been doing so since 2011. I, I know most shows can claim that, but just wanted to remind you. What show can claim that, Ryan? No shows. What are you talking about? And Come fact, at, I'm a man. The fact that we have DJ and only army, we're climbing up the charts, going neck and neck with ESPN and all these other big networks. 
Why? Because we have the DGENs only. Why? Because they're rating, they're reviewing, they're spreading the word. Hell we are yeah, the baby. People's Podcast. And <laughs> to give back to the people like we always do, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash showdown. Mm. We're doing a uh, free DraftKings lineup contest for Thursday night. Should be an awesome one. Minshew versus Fitz Magic, oh. just two swashbucklers <laughs> of the uh, NFL. Two guys who are just so. It's really a Sophie's choice. I can't believe we have to pick one of these guys to come out a winner Thursday night. But fill out your DraftKings lineup, uh, join the contest. Very easy. You send in your review. You get a link to the contest. Contest completely free on on DraftKings while you're there. Wait, also free? Jesus. Yes, Christ. right. Also free. So much free. And uh, the winner will get a hundred dollars cold hard cash. And if that wasn't enough, you also get a chance to share your lineup on the DFS Picks podcast. So that uh, that'll be fun. What to do you have. mean, like a recording or something? Well, I was going to say that, Ryan, but now that you oh. already threw that out there, is that's not the prize? Then no, they will be calling in live, giving out their lineup. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get you on air and uh, have you on for the DFS Picks podcast. Should be a lot of fun. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/showdown. I'll throw in a bonus prize for the winner. I will uh, in person give you a Das Bundesliga. <laughs> All right. Now people are definitely uh they're, they're tuned over in. there. They're tuned in, baby. Wait, and that's not even the the big music? No. Oh that of God. course is a free roll football contest. How much did that cost? Again, completely free. <laughs> Giving away tons of cash. Let's check in on the leaderboard, Kramer. What do we got? Who is the week two winner? Oh, week two. We have a solo winner, Sean. 13 and 2. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. Was there a push, or did he just not pick a game and still beat everyone else? Yeah, thirteen and two means fifteen games. He missed one game. Well, he even beat Sean Juan from Walgreens, who went twelve and four. Wow, he's coming after you hard. The guy's haunting my dreams. The winner at thirteen and two. It's Dubs. It's Dubs. It's Dubs. All right, it's Dubs. Drop me a line, podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Get you taken care of with some free merch. But Kramer, <laughs> let's take a look at the season long leaderboard. Oh, this is the best thing ever. I <laughs> first week, the person who tied week one with soccer gambling podcast host Billy Bahate. Uh, and then came in second this week, Juan from Walgreens. Oh, my God. Is fuck leading this guy. the free roll football contest in a next level fuck with Sean stack of the money green. He said, you know what? I'm not going to come back to you in person. I'm not going to come back to you tomorrow. I'm going to wait till football season <laughs> and I'm going to come into your domain and I'm going to put you in a locker, which by the way, Sean, kudos to you tied for eighth place. Yes. 22 and 10 against the spread. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I see 20 and 11 actually 20 and 11. I'm looking at the official stats here. Okay. I was gonna get myself a uh, bonus pick. That's all right. That's pr- pretty. That's what. Good. That's what it says in the free roll. That's, I thought. That, I, okay. That's what I'm, and, and Sean, if I may, which congrats to the 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 God Juan from Walgreens, bro. Congratulations wow. to you. If he wins it, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give him a special uh, Walgreens gift card on top of his prize pool. It is. It is a marathon, not a not a sprint, sir. Marathon, not a sprint, Sean. Well, Kramer. We're sprinting over to the sports gambling podcast presenting sponsor, mybookie.ag. Oh man, my bookie, they got it all, including a sweet 100% deposit bonus. Are you kidding me? All you got to do is use that promo code SGP, play win and get paid over at mybookie.ag. All the betting lines you hear on the podcast, 
You can get those over at mybookie.ag, and they got it all, man. NFL, NBA, MLB, college football, SEC, firing up, ready to go. <laughs> We've been uh, make sure you check out the College Picks podcast. Colby Dant been on fire with his uh, red hot college football picks available over on the website with Patty C, NC Nick. Again, we give you free picks, we give you free content, and if that's not enough, we also give you a hookup on the best online sportsbook, mybookie.ag. All you gotta do, help us out, use the promo code SGP so they know the sports gambling podcast sent you, not soccer girl problems. Hashtag Degens only, mybookie.ag, promo code SGP to play win. Last but not least, the most important part of watching sports in the National Football League get paid. Joining us on the line, Bill Burr. Bill, coming off a red hot four and one run against the spread in the NFL. How was your uh, How was your football Sunday? My football Sunday was awesome. I uh, I watched a bunch of games. I watched a little bit of uh, Buffalo. I was a Patriots fan. This this was Josh Allen. The guy's throwing like. 300 something yards, 400 yards. He got, he's leading the league in yards. So I'm excited for long suffering Buffalo fans. Um, but I'm also, you know, I think it's kind of cool though, that, that, you know, to see how Belichick with Cam Newton and all these new guys, how we match up. And I know that that's going to be a great game whenever that game comes up because uh, you know, we've been getting the best of them for a while. So I know that they can't wait to beat us. So I watched a little bit of that. I watched Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. I watched a little bit of that in the Ravens Texans. I watched the surprising San Diego charger game. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a made. That was a fun one. I missed the overtime, you know, I got kids and stuff. So I was dipping in and out of that. And then I watched a little bit of the, uh, the Raiders with their incredible new stadium. That stadium looks amazing Oh yeah. Uh, against uh, who did they play the Saints? Yeah, I enjoyed all of those games. They, I just, I just kind of lucked out, and uh, I also watched a little bit of Jacksonville and uh, Tennessee. Was it Tennessee? Yeah, I think it was Tennessee. Yeah, no, it's I watched a lot. It, it's interesting too. I mean, the big concern coming into this season was like, oh, they don't have preseason. The games are going to be sloppy. It's going to be ugly. But I, I mean, I think overall the the quality of play. I mean, with the exception of uh, my Eagles looking like dog shit, most <laughs> of the I think overall the league has looked pretty solid. I mean, it was an exciting day. Injuries aside, there were there were good games as, as Bill was pointing out, and and, and dramatic oh my God, endings. San Francisco, San oh, Francisco yeah. got destroyed. Those, I mean, who they they lost? It Boston, is that in Boston, Garoppolo, they lost a bunch of people, man. That's uh. But I will say though, you know, I bet the NFL players union is definitely going to be lobbying for at least one less preseason game because it's just, it's just the nature of football. You can't go out and play it light. And there's people, you know, if you're like a starter and you know, you're going to make the team and you line it up against some guy who's trying to make the team. It's like, you kind of have to play a real game, even if it's just for a quarter and the amount of money and what's on the line. And just also the, the collateral damage of years of banging heads. What is the point is probably going to be their argument. Well, yeah, I mean, it is, it is crazy. And they even kind of hit on it in hard knocks. Like these guys at the edge of the roster kind of on the bubble. It's like you're lining up against a guy. He has a chance to make like crazy money for his family that he may never have the opportunity again against a guy who's just like looking to get five snaps and get out of the game. Like the difference in sort of energy and what you're bringing, it just, 
it just seems like it could lead to a ton more injuries. I got a pitch for them. They should, they should call them the bubble games. And you got, you have a, a feel you rock you know, 11 people on both sides that are on the bubble, whether they're going to make yeah. it or not. And it becomes like survivor. Like who's going to, uh, who's it's like a reality show. <laughs> It'd be way more interesting as opposed to people going like, well, you know, Brady's just going to play like, you know, like two drives or whatever, a couple of snaps and it's going to be over. And then who cares? It's actually could be like a really interesting, like maybe would make it more dramatic. I'm sure the veterans would not care. Yeah, no, they, who who the votes they no, it. right? Like this is the the hypothetical. Like who votes no here? The guys trying to make the roster like it, the coaches like it because they get to coach football, and the vets are like, hell yeah, sign me up. I don't need to play this game. Well, yeah, and and that's yeah. kind of what people like about the college game. They like that these guys aren't, you know, the millionaires with like making business decisions out there. That's usually kind of the knock, and uh, I mean that's the appeal of the college. Like there's. I mean, granted, some of these guys are clearly getting paid under the table, but uh, the the purity and then and kind of the I don't know the home rivalry and everything is 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 certainly they're the not old couch. enough to realize they don't have to work hard. Yeah, you know what I mean. They haven't they haven't been tainted by the money yet. Uh, but we actually got some uh, college football kicking off this week. Big game, or at least uh, especially for the show here. Coach O, Coach uh, Coach O, who we've always rooted for, and then Coach Leach, who yeah. is a regular calling into our podcast. So we're taking Mississippi State, getting 16 and a half points. But LSU, former national champions, obviously they lost a bunch of players and uh, offensive coordinator to the pros. Are, are you going to be watching this game Saturday, Bill? Any, any thoughts? You know, LSU was my team. I started watching them way back in the day. I, the coach's name escapes me. I just lost his name in my. I'm old now. Les the guy Miles. Who the grass. Oh no, Coach yeah, O. Yeah, yeah, oh, Les Miles. Miles. Oh my yeah, God, the Mad was, Hatter. <laughs> He was fun. He was, yeah, he would, he used to coach some games like the, you know, the upper deck. So he's like, go for it. Fake field goal. Like he did all of that stuff. He was really fun. The problem when he coached was they never had a quarterback and they did that stupid thing where it was just like, Oh, it's a running play. Let's put the black quarterback in. It's a passing play. Let's throw the white quarterback and neither guy could get in a rhythm. Or, or or anything, so I really felt that that hurt them for a long time. So when when Ed O got in there, um, and you know they got Joe Burrow from uh, Ohio State, showing how loaded they are that that guy couldn't get time. Um, and now seeing what he's doing with Cincinnati, looking like a second, third year guy already. Um, I'm a huge LSU guy, and 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 Joe Burrow's killing it. That running back there with the 20 names there for KC's doing great, and as a defensive back <laughs> for Jacksonville, was lighting people up. That went to LSU too, so uh, it's a good look for them. But having said that, sixteen and a half points is it at home? Yeah, it's at at LSU laying sixteen and a half. I mean, again, I, I'm big on the LSU program, but you know, Coach Leach with that air raid, I think they'll get enough to cover the sixteen and a half. I think so too, and with the new quarterback, new system, new guys, I don't know what their running game looks like. That's a lot of points to put up with. I, I would take Mississippi State. You can't just. Repl- I mean, a lot of guys playing on Sunday who just came off that team. So yeah, good, I mean, good fade opportunity. Crazy amount of uh, pros. Yeah, left the roster, and now you gotta play against the air raid. I don't know. It's always kind of tricky. But uh, getting back to your Patriots, they're at home laying six points against the Raiders. Raiders obviously coming off that huge Monday night win at home against the Saints. Now they got to go up to New England as a better. I always like taking Belichick after a loss. Are you are you uh, optimistic the Pats take care of business here 
Where are you at with the Patriots this week? Yeah, no, I like the Patriots this week because I thought they looked twice as good as they looked against the Dolphins. And I don't think that they're going to be one of those teams that plays to their competition because of coach Belichick. So um, the fact that we were able to compete with Seattle, who just, you know, you got to give Pete Carroll, the, the, the draft picks that he just gets like defensive players that just really light people up. And, uh, I, and, and, and Russell Wilson is just, I mean, the guy, he, I still think the guy's underrated. I think because you play way up in that corner. You just don't get the shine of playing in, in, in other football markets. But the fact that we were able to be that competitive against them, the fact that I wasn't watching Cam Newton running all around, the fact that Bird and Harry also got, you know, Harry had like eight catches and opened it up for Edelman. Edelman had like a career game. He had like almost 180 yards. Um, that the only thing that worries me, because we're protecting Cam well, our running game is still anemic. Um, but uh, what's his face? You know, oh, God, I'm, I'm too old with the names. I know he just lost uh, his. <laughs> Poor guy lost his mom in a car accident. James he wasn't White. able to play. Yeah, I mean, God, what a phone call to get off. Oh, Jesus. So um, I'm hoping we can get our running game going. And um, But, I mean, I know his dad's still in critical condition. That's just a lot to ask for someone to then go out and go play football and all that when your mind's going to be somewhere else. But I still like the Patriots at home. I thought um, going up against, like, the unsolvable problem of Russell Wilson – we played them really, really well. We played, you know, the receivers. Well, it's just the, they just right now that they, they, they were a better team. So, but I like us at home. I don't mind giving six points. Derek Carr, a very solvable problem. Belichick will have that one figured out. And, and I got to imagine that uh, in games following a massive bear hug of John Gruden and make Mike Mayhack don't go well for the Raiders. I mean, gee, I, this is just the ultimate time to bet. Well, against yeah, Raiders. and you watch them Monday night; it looked like they won the Super Bowl. Like, if there was, if there was a tub of Gatorade and they could pour <laughs> it on them, you know, I'm sure it violates a bunch of COVID rules or whatever. They would have done that. It had that feeling, you know, jacked up first game in the new stadium, and now you're going up to New England. New England coming off a loss; they're going to be yeah. firing on all cylinders. Possibly the. But uh, I, I think, but Gruden's gone through a lot. I love Gruden, and and, and he went through like he that. They, he picked that team up from the ashes. So they, I, I don't think that they overly celebrated. They needed that. They really needed that win. That was great for them. Their franchise, the whole new location, everything. So I think it's going to be a tough game, but I still think we pull it out and beat them by uh, I think we'll beat them by more than six. Yeah. I mean, again, for me, it's all about Belichick coming off a loss. Yeah. He's going to have those guys ready to go, especially at home, possibly a game of the week, Monday night, Ravens, three and a half point favorites against the Kansas city chiefs. I, to me, it seems crazy to give the, the Kansas city chiefs points. But again, how do you go against this Ravens team right now? They've looked unstoppable both games. Granted Cleveland and uh, Houston's defense hasn't looked amazing, but I, I don't know what, which, uh, which side are you leaning here, Bill? Is the game in Baltimore? Yep, they're at home, laying three and a half Monday night. There, I mean, should be a great game. Yeah. Oh man, and it's early in the season. I, I actually use. I don't know much about the Ravens' defense. I don't. Um, pretty good this year I so think far. I, yeah, I think though, there's something about Kansas City where they wear you down, and you think you got them. And then they just, I don't know, somewhere late in the third quarter, like they just start clicking and you know, when you think you're shutting everybody down and then all of a sudden they just start going, they, uh, 
I, I think I, I, I'm going to take Kansas City with the points. Smart man. Not often you get to get points with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you're getting points with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, again, I, I'm kind of scared to fave the Ravens, but again, the, the Chiefs shouldn't be getting three and a half points. Like they, we've just saw them go off on like a historic run to end last season. Can't you see the stupid ESPN animations with Patrick Mahomes throwing five <laughs> touchdowns, like mortar shells? Yeah, I just I, think also Patrick Mahomes is a big game guy, and the fact that it's on Monday night, he knows the other players in the league are probably watching the game, checking it out. I just think that the bigger the game, the better the stars play. No disrespect, obviously to Lamar Jackson, the guy's incredible, but I just think uh, that, that, that they, I, I think they're going to have too many weapons. The game's too long. I saw it last year as a Patriots fan. You can contain those guys for only so long. And then they just, they just, I don't know. They just, they, the ball starts getting rolling and then it, it gets, it can get ugly quick against those guys. And I just think Monday night football, you know, Mahomes is a stud and he's going to, he's going to deliver. Yeah, no, I mean, it definitely seems like they kind of have that fast break, almost like a basketball style golden state warriors type where once they start hitting a couple threes, they get that momentum, the muscle memory, the guys just start firing on all cylinders. And especially if you give Andy Reed like an extra day to prepare Again, it's no knock on the Ravens or Harbaugh, but uh, yeah, lay, given that extra half a point, maybe that could be key. But yeah, Chiefs plus three yeah. and a half seems to be the way they Absolutely. go there. All right, Bill. Before we let you go here, any uh, any big season takeaways from now until the end of the season? Any any predictions uh, you have? Just I know it's small sample size. We've only seen two games so far. Any big thoughts for uh, from now until the end of the season? I got to be honest with you. I am so excited that they're just playing the games. <laughs> I'm enjoying the NHL playoffs. I'm watching the NBA. I'm doing all of that. I, I, I'm just so excited to play in the games. I I'm almost like living in the moment. So I haven't even thought beyond week two, forget about three. I, I have no idea in the NFL. You know, there's so many good teams. There's so many good new quarterbacks coming out and all of that type of stuff that I, I don't. Um, I don't think two weeks in you can really see um, any sort of like. Yeah, these guys. I think they have what it takes. You know, it's, it's September. That's why it's so hard to gamble in <laughs> September. It's probably why I'm four and one. Just I mean, it's just out of dumb luck. Believe me, my professional handicapper. Mid October. <laughs> no, by mid October, people are going to stop listening to me. <laughs> well, this is. I mean, and this is. Did you hear that, Sean? Coach speak one game at a time. I like that, Bill. Well, you didn't fall for the trap. It's all about the next game. See, that's how good Belichick is. Even the <laughs> Patriots fans know we're taking it one game at a time. We don't want to look past to October. We're uh, that's the that's part of the brilliance of Bill Belichick. They all think the guy's a boring guy. He isn't. He knows what people do in the media. They're going to take anything that he says and and try to turn it into bulletin board material. So he gives short quick answers and just compliments the other team and people. And then people just take it at face value. He's already playing the game when he's talking to people in sports media and people think that this guy doesn't put a lampshade on his head after a couple of shots of tequila. I know he does. <laughs> yeah, I you know mean, he does. He you, just, yeah, he's you, not going to do it at a press conference. <laughs> yeah. You've seen the shots of him, like hanging out with his uh, girlfriend or wife at the time. And he's out, out on some yacht in Florida. Like you don't think that guy's having a good time. Yeah. He realizes he's talking trash. He's having a great time. You know, who he is, <laughs> you don't think that guy has a couple shots and brings up the fact that he won five super yeah. bowls. How would you not? These guys are if you, regardless of where you are. Five? In the Did you just say five? You forgot five, the six, eight. six, 
Oh wait, you're right. Because he won. Eight. Yeah, yeah, he won some with the Bills. My best the, call the Giants. by the Giants. Had my bad. Was I said that he was going to shut down the Rams because I, I already knew he shut down John Elway in '86, and he shut down uh, 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 Jim Kelly and all those lunatics in 1990. He's built an entire career on shutting down high-powered up. He owned the Colts and Peyton Manning with their three-headed monster. He owned those guys. This is that's what this guy does. He's the greatest defensive mind. He's the modern day Paul Brown. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, looking back in hindsight, Sean McVay didn't have a chance. It's like you're gonna bring Jared Goff against uh Bill Belichick, who's just salivating, having two weeks to prepare how to shut him Brought down. A biter and a butter knife to a fucking war. <laughs> Dude, forget about that. What about what about Mike March playing into the Patriots? Oh my uh, god, that's and, and they thought they didn't even use Marshall Falk. It was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, really, you could make a case that first Super Bowl with Brady coming off the bench and, and making that run—that was possibly some of the greatest that coaching a, run of that all was time. A great, great offense. Hey, guess who was at that game? Oh wait, you were you were at that first Super Bowl? I went to the one where we lost to the Packers, and then I when I went when we beat the Rams, and I said I was going to go every time the Patriots went to the Super Bowl, and then the next time they went, I think it was against Carolina. I was doing the World Series of Dice sketch was was <laughs> for Chappelle's show was shooting first one out of the gate on Monday morning. It was the first time I met the late great Charlie Murphy, and I was so bummed I couldn't go to the game, but obviously psyched to be on the Chappelle show. And I just remembered at the end of the game when we won, and I still had you know back then it cost about fifteen hundred two grand to go, and when I still had that money in my pocket and I didn't have to get on a plane. And I really looked back and I said, you know, I won the, I watched the first one they ever won. I was there with my, my older brother and my dad. It's not going to get better than that. Oh yeah. Um, and then I, I didn't go to another one. Um, I haven't gone to one since. And, and I, I, you know, I, I, I had the experience, let some other past fan get the ticket, somebody else or whatever. And, and I'm, and I always, if I ever go again, I'm, you you have to sit in the crowd, man. You can't, you can't be up there in the, the stupid one of those boxes. It's just like, you feel like you're watching it at home while you're there. I hate those things. Yeah. I mean, that's well. And also, I mean, that's an all time life. I mean, that's like a awesome problem to have. Hey, I can't go to the super bowl to watch my team. I'm, I'm working on the Chappelle show that that must've been, I know, right. Cry me a river. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying that's a, well, that's a great they, spot. They won the game too. So yeah, I mean, it exactly. all worked out. It all worked out. <laughs> you certainly, yeah. I yeah. mean, to be on the other side of that, well, Bill, appreciate you calling in as always, man. Uh, thanks a lot, and uh, best of luck with the picks this weekend. Okay, the only one I have, I'm really, you know, it's always the Pats. I just want the Pats to win. All right, guys, thanks, man. I'll see you. Draft Kings. That's right. You want to become a Draft King? I just uh, went on a nice road trip with a Jeep Grand Cherokee. I bought using my DraftKings money. That's right. Even though it was three years ago, 200K goes a long way. And that's the kind of prizes we're talking about over at DraftKings. They know a thing about uh, paying out big cash prizes. They've actually paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012. That's crazy to think that some country's gross domestic product since 2012 hasn't been the same as the prizes paid out by DraftKings. That's amazing. And again, to add the excitement, DraftKings, they're hooking you up once again. If you haven't joined already, I don't know what the wait is. 
They give me a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings now, I don't know what you're waiting for. Plus, we're running our own side contest, the showdown contest. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash showdown specifically for the Thursday night game. So you're here in this Thursday AM, Thursday afternoon, still time to download the DraftKings app. Use that code SGP. For a limited time, you get the free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week and the bonus showdown contest we're running. Don't miss out on the week three action. Enter code SGP and get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum five dollar deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Sean. Yes. Just just entered the free rainmaker for week three. Oh, Love, you did? Loving it. Nice. Well, I mean, why not? It's free, Sean. If Much it's like free, it's for me. All right, Sean. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Before we get into it, we do have to address the elephant in the room. What is that? Every quote unquote sharp Twitter gambler claiming how chalky it's been in the first couple of weeks <laughs> and why it's why they're doing bad. Look, sometimes the market is a bear market and sometimes it's a bull market. And true versatile professional long time standing like say guys who picked every game since 2011 you got to adjust to the market yeah and so while yes the casinos are getting their ass kicked as a professional better how stupid do you look when you're crying when <laughs> everyone else is getting rich you're literally a pirate sitting there like mm, I forgot my rowboat to get to shore this isn't well, and that's why it's what so the fuck? it's so fun to make fun of these guys every one of these people are so Rigid, like I got my system. I trusted. I, my numbers there's, say there's no exclusion for data here. And uh, the, <laughs> it, if 53% of the public are on a side, that's good to know. And yeah, generally, you should lean to fade the public, but you got to see opportunity when it's knocking. Answer the door. When you see a lead pipe lock, don't go, oh, hey, I, that's where the gut handicapping well, is. This is where the, the sixth sense of gambling of, of true degeneracy. That's what we bring to our clients that none of these other guys can do until you live sports gambling. You know, when you're hot, you know, when you're, you're seeing the board, well, you know, when you're in a good flow state so much, so you don't even want to address it. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you can achieve the highest of highs, right? Wow. That was nice. That was a Thank real, real motivational uh, anyway. So uh, funny that these, these like casinos are taking record record yes. regular season losses. Could have something to do with the fact that people are Jones and like a motherfucker. Speaking of Jones and Thursday night football this week is just magical. You have Ryan Fitzpatrick, the version of Ryan Fitzpatrick when he went to an Ivy League school versus Gardner Minshew, the version of himself if he didn't go to an <laughs> Ivy League school. Hide your ladies, hide your wives. Well, it's like that meme, you versus the guy uh, she says, don't worry about. But both these guys <laughs> are the guy you shouldn't worry about. Yeah, I mean, I certainly, if I was him, maybe leave the wife home for this road trip. You don't want any funny ideas seeing Gardner Minshew on the other sideline. And, and also, as a guy who's never waxed his chest in his life and never mm -hmm. will, shout out to Fitz Magic and Gardner Minshew. Not afraid. <laughs> To uh, let some chest hair come out, don't feel ashamed. Uh, I can't wait for your jorts this uh, this summer, Sean. <laughs> uh, now that Gardner's doing it, Jacksonville. I mean, that's the funny thing, right? Like this dude's a, just a hardcore millennial, and we can still get into him because he has he has an old soul. He's he's a fun throwback guy. He's, he's got ties to Mike Leach. He's crossing the stream between millennial and like old school, old school sweet ass like '80s gangster. Jacksonville, Sean was a one point on the, on the look ahead. And now they're three point favorites. 
that seemed a bit concerning to me. Minus one fifty five on the money line. Miami plus one thirty five. Forty eight's the total. Miles Gaskin is looking like an interesting player for this Dolphins team. Uh, they're zero and two. Jacksonville uh, has 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 fared better on the score sheet. But is this the spot for them? Shaw, are you just on the Gardner train this year? Well, this I, is such a tough spot because you know Fitzmagic can find find that backdoor opportunity, but it's only three points. It's only three points, and again, I would like this. I, I think why we saw some friskiness out of this Miami team early was because yeah. those are two divisional games, right? Two spots where the, he he's seen a lot of the opponent. He, Fitzmagic knows what he's getting into. Do you think he wants to lose the Gardner Minshew though? He sees, he hears what people are chirping about. <laughs> he understands that this could be, could lead to the implosion of the universe. But but Gardner Minshew, I, and no one wants to talk about. It. He's playing at a very very high yeah. level, and this Jacksonville offense is is just playing lights out. I yeah. mean, we thought there would be value in Jacksonville. I think from a fantasy perspective, because we expected a lot of blowouts. But the D is keeping them in games, and the offense just looks downright good. Uh, I, I think a key injury in this game too is uh, Dolphins are going to be most likely without Byron Jones at cornerback, and this is someone that I mean, look what look what Gardner Minshew did against the Tennessee defense in Tennessee. Now, granted, I am worried about the Jacksonville defense, would but Miami's. Yeah, no, no. To that point, though, real quick, would you agree that Tennessee and probably Indy are going to have good defenses this year? I don't know. I mean, Tennessee's defense hasn't looked amazing, but I would think they would be decent overall. Early in the season, again, I, I don't like using these numbers for another week or two, but for the principle of this argument, Tennessee 16, Indy 5 in defensive DVOA. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I think Jacksonville did work against some teams yeah. that they're not going to be bad defenses, is the point. And when you see Jacksonville show up, not in the top half of the league, Sean, number six, offensive DVOA. They don't have a defense that is concerning, but sixth, that is, a, they are a hyper efficient offense that, you know, week one, we said, wow, they got a lot of juice out of that fruit. They scored all those points with so few yards. what they do week two? They went toe to toe with Tennessee in a bad spot. I told you it was a bad situation. I liked Tennessee because I thought it was a good situation for them. Divisional game. They still showed up this team. Again, I'm going to go back to the quote. DJ Chark talking about they're not playing for the next quarterback. They're playing for Gardner Mitchell. Yeah. I don't know how you don't lay the points here. Home team on Thursday. Home team Thursday even night. With, even with the look ahead line movement, I'm okay taking it because this Jacksonville team is going to fuck up the tank. That is this mission. No, like yeah. In the locker room, you know what Doug Marone's saying. Fuck the suits upstairs. Yeah. Let's win some fucking football. Yeah, I mean, games. it's right out of major league where Gardner Minshew is the Charlie Sheen character. Yeah. He's already has his eyes fixed. He's just throwing lasers right now. And breaking news, Ryan. The Jaguars are going to paint their end zone teal. Oh no. I mean, and I they have it. fans in the stands. I'm I love the Jags uh this Thursday night. Give me the Jags minus three. Yeah, you don't even have to think about this one. Since we are doing a showdown lineup, any guys that you like that you fancy, uh, someone that I'm obviously going to talk about uh, is Isaiah Ford. So Isaiah Ford's in interesting. I, I would probably throw in Chenault in there, figure out a way to get him involved. I think I'm definitely going to do a Minshew Chark stack, especially with uh, you know their number one cornerback Byron Jones being out. I Chark has not done a lot. He's he's been solid, but you're right. He hasn't really gone off and I th correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like he's had some big Thursday nights before. Uh 
I, I and maybe know. it's just because the in my head the Jags are always playing on Thursday night. But you're right; he's he's had a relatively quiet first two games. Seven catches, um, you know, just now, over 100 yards and a touchdown. But I, I think this is a great matchup for him. Well, I was actually going to throw out something to throw. That I, I'm not going down that road. And it's Xavier Howard uh, will be playing though. They didn't use him to mirror Diggs last week, which is interesting. He typically does that. He's he's a super good cornerback. If he does that with Shark. It, you might want to play one of the guys like Cole, probably yeah. a little bit further down the price. Anyway, that's enough talk of Thursday night football. Definitely, oh, I love it. Are they going to wear wear teal? I don't know. Thursday? I don't know what they're going to do, but oh, it's going to confuse Ryan Fitzmagic. Please. All right, Sunday. Let's let's get to it. Chicago heads to Atlanta. The Falcons minus three, minus one seventy five. Bears plus one fifty five. Forty seven and a half is the total. Boy, uh, all right, what do you do if you're the Falcons here? I mean, come on, how do you how do you bounce back? How this? do you get up for this game? I mean, that was that collapse against the Cowboys all time. They're that play- is a disgusting act. And Sean, they're playing for Dan Quinn. Yeah, I don't think they are. Or if they are, they're not playing hard enough. The the Atlanta offenses look pretty good, but again, this kind of works perfectly for this Chicago bears team. I, I think they're going to be able to pressure Matt Ryan that will get their offense out of sync. I think just emotionally that loss has to be so draining. Now you're back at home. Everyone realizes Dan Quinn is essentially out. Like you can't, you can't blow that did in the 28 see, to three game. Did you see the uh, shout out to our slack space, sports gambling slash slack. Alan Cooley dropped in that nugget. The Falcons are the first team to score 39 points and not turn the ball over and lose a football game. Yeah. I, I just don't, I think it's a point of what no, else can the offense do? It's a point of no return for this Falcons team. I think it's going to be tough to get motivated. And, and I just think they're going to, the bears will be able to get pressure. And then again, your Trubisky has just had sweet spot after sweet spot of, of defenses that I think will really have trouble with the bears offense. We hit on it uh, a little bit in the uh, DFS show, but I, I think Allen Robinson is a good play and David Montgomery, especially DFS. But I think he's going to have a big game. Otherwise they're getting him involved in the passing game. I, how is Chicago not just going to go up and down the field? Maybe they settle for field goals. Maybe they don't. It, they're going to win because dude, like Chicago just almost lost to the giants at home without Saquon Barkley. I, I do love the spot for Trubisky to do work, but yes, again, I, I have confidence that Dak in that offense can play in a shootout, as we saw. I don't have the same confidence that Trubisky, if it does turn into a forty-point game, can the Bears score forty points? And while I, I get your, I, I see your take, but you're, it's almost like you're forgetting how bad you think the Giants are. What do you mean? They were one play away from losing to the Giants. Oh well, that's. I mean, again, that's classic Bears playing down to their competition. They also held the Giants to thirteen points. Um, so I, I think they're going to be able to limit the the Falcons defensively. I, I just think they're going to they're in a good spot here. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be something like 27, 24 Bears win, and you're getting three points, maybe three and a half if you bet at the right time. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, I I get your plan that they're done on the coach, and yes. and, and I might be right. I, I'm gonna take Atlanta here though, because I I think I I mean in a weird way it's an overreaction to just throw to say Trubisky's gonna just put up 35 is the is I guess the angle because I think Matt Ryan in that offense can score some points on anyone. Cincinnati, Sean, coming off the long rest, oh, oh, big big cover with jo- Smokey Joe there on Thursday night. <laughs> 
They're heading to Philly, where the Eagles are minus five and a half, minus two forty-five on the money line, plus two hundred five for the Bengals. Forty-six and a half is the total. Uh, Sean, non-conference road spot. Gotta love that for your boys. Playing a rookie quarterback. I know you liked that when you looked at the schedule early this year. But yeah. are you, like, you got to be concerned about the Eagles. Yeah, about the Eagles. Well, you got Jalen Rager now. He's on injured reserve. What happened there? He's got a thumb issue. Jesus. Fletcher Cox. He's got an uh, oblique issue. Isaac Sayamalo. Looks like he's gonna be out. Everyone in the media. Oh. Getting their shovel out. Uh-oh. Digging the grave <laughs> for one Carson Wentz. Ryan. Yeah, I mean he's not a franchise quarterback, haven't you heard? I've heard a lot of doubters. I've heard a lot of people saying Carson Wentz isn't a quarterback. Well, you know what, Ryan? I'm taking off the headphones because he's God damn it, he's my quarterback. Throw it on, let's Uh-oh. go, baby. Oh, <laughs> YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast. Sean is uh, getting into a, a snub. Everyone is doubting Carson Wentz right now, okay? But the thing about faith is, Ryan, the thing about faith is you rely on your faith when it's the toughest to believe. If Carson <laughs> Wentz is throwing darts all over the place week one and week two, okay. it'd be easy to believe he's a franchise quarterback. It takes a real man with a bunch of faith to believe in Carson Wentz right now. And I'm that man. You know who else they doubted, Ryan? You know who else they doubted? A man named Jesus. You know what? And he went and he died. And all the haters are coming out saying, oh, he calls himself the son of God. Where is he now? And just like Jesus on the third game, Carson Wentz will rise again and slay the haters, including you, including everyone else, Ryan. Let's go. Carson Wentz about to slay the Cincinnati Bengals. Bring it. Oh man. It's straight hype. It's straight. He's going to be flying, soaring, shredding them from a matchup perspective. Cincinnati. We need to put a, I need that Andy Reid spit guard. <laughs> Cincinnati's defense is dog shit. Miles Sanders is going to run all over these motherfuckers. Let's go. You peaked a little bit, Sean. All right, you peaked. A so that's kind of that's kind of my take on the game. Number thirty-two uh, offense DVOA, uh, surprisingly even behind the Giants, <laughs> which is not something to be proud about. I, look, since he's coming off long rest, they they have to take the rookie, right? They're not going to lose to a rookie. They're not going to lose to a rookie. Uh, right? I would I would again. Don't try and put this in our contest, Ryan, like you did last time. We were four and one, except spot. for the Eagles. It was a great spot. Give me the Eagles minus six. I really do think Cincinnati's inability to stop the run will be what carries this team. Yep. And uh, Miles Sanders, huge day, as we said on the DFS Picks podcast. But uh, I mean, maybe uh, t- Tyler Boyd, AJ Green could do something. Obviously, worried a little bit about Sample, the tight end, having a big game because they've struggled so far with the tight ends because they don't have a fucking linebacker because they drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round. Uh, th- this is uh, th- this is their season, back against the wall. This is a spot you take Philly. I, I know since he's also zero and two. Yes, but they're they're not they're not back against the wall. Non conference road game, but you're taking Cincy plus six, right? I'm taking Philly. All right. I was going to try and get you off of it. Great situation. I'm, I'm, I might be chalky this week. Uh, this feels feels like a pretty easy week, Sean. Not like the first two weeks. It was a little harder. <laughs> Next up, uh, you're just inviting the fury of the gambling gods. Ryan. Houston heads to Pittsburgh, where the Steelers they were a five and a half point on the look ahead. They're now a four point favorite. Only four minus two hundred on the money line. Houston plus one seventy. 
45 is the total. Houston in a very similar situation to Philly. Uh, they they blinked and all of a sudden th- their season is on the brink. So if you're if uh, I assume that's where the 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 line movement is coming from. I don't think it had anything to do with the way Pittsburgh played against Denver. Do you? Yeah, I, I don't Maybe? know. It seems like, it seems like the public was, uh, or you know, some of the sharps were getting on the Texans. Looks like uh, Pittsburgh, according to BetQL, has a ton of uh, money on it. So most maybe that's sharp money. Who knows? I, I what's I, the angle? What have you seen from from Houston that makes you want to go go grab a piece of that that action? No, I mean, I, I think if you're back in Houston, your your angle is JJ Watt destroys this Pittsburgh offensive line yeah. uh, that's that's banged up, that's struggling. And I think if you're playing Houston as well, it's like, well, they played, they lost to the Chiefs and the Ravens. Yeah. Like those teams are going to make a lot of teams look bad. It is a good time to buy the Texans. They typically are kind of the next best tier, but they aren't the next best tier this year. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see it. I can't take this Houston team right now because of how bad the defense is. And again, on the offensive line, like TJ Watt going up against that offensive line. We saw it. We saw it with um You don't think TJ Watt wants to show out his brother? No, and we saw it in that Monday night game where like even the Giants defense early was keeping Pittsburgh in check a little bit, maybe Big Ben Rusty, whatever it was. And then it took a while for the Pittsburgh offense to get going, but they were in Pittsburgh was in that game the entire time because their defense Especially at home against this Houston offensive line, I'm all over Pittsburgh. Well, and I, I mean, I think we might we might be talking about. Granted, Baltimore, Kansas City, tough offenses, so they're going to make a lot make a lot of defenses look bad. But I don't know when you're talking about the teams that Pittsburgh has faced, and you're talking about the team that teams that Houston's faced. Pittsburgh's faced tougher defenses. And so I don't know road spot never never easy to go to Pittsburgh especially he's getting crushed I mean you nailed it earlier the Watson is just getting crushed yeah I I worry I'm gonna lay the points with you I'm I'm that's four in a row uh, pretty chalky this Pittsburgh defense is legit and we saw we saw other other lesser defenses uh, do work on Watson so that that's the story for me next up the Las Vegas Raiders coming off a big Monday night win again if you're watching over on YouTube. You'll see Gruden and Mayock over our shoulders, looking very joyous, celebrating a massive win. Long cocks. But boy, was that more about the Saints for me? Uh, they head to New England to take on the Patriots, who are six-point favorites, minus two eighty on the money line. Vegas Raiders plus two forty. Forty-seven and a half is the total. Is there a more obvious time to fade, Mister John Gruden? Did, I mean, I was <laughs> I was looking at this game, trying to talk myself into the Raiders side just because when one side is just so obvious, it, it it's, it always like, okay, take a step back. <laughs> Gam- NFL gambling. Isn't this easy? Yeah, no. Um, but Belichick after a loss Gruden after two huge wins, a huge primetime win on a short week going to the East coast. And I mean, Cam Newton has looked amazing. Cam Newton currently leads the NFL in completion percentage on passes 10 plus yards down the field and is fourth in total yards on those throws. So, I mean, we're seeing a I mean, besides his running ability, we're seeing Cam operating at a very high level throwing the football, something that just honestly wasn't there in the past yeah. few years. Could be injury, just could be shitty play, whatever it was. It's a great spot for New England. Again, Belichick after a loss, like this isn't a guy who just lets back-to-back losses happen. Um 
And I think the Pats, like matchup wise, they can slow down the run. Like I, I think what they struggle with is a deep passing game. And and Russell Wilson really exposed that. I mean, Gilmore is good, but even he was getting torched by the Russell Wilson DK yeah. Metcalf combo. Like Wilson was throwing darts. They were on the road. Um, so I, I think the defense is in a bounce back spot. Raiders, they don't need this game. Like Can if, I they, tell you something if, they, if the Las Vegas Raiders lose this game, they come home. Are people mad? No, they're two and one. One of the teams, the Vegas Raiders got to play so far is the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. And they still have the 30th ranked defense in DVOA. Who? The Raiders. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think Cam and they're is, two and oh. I think Cam is in a great spot. I mean, you saw what they what the Saints were able to do with Kamara. Like there are holes on this defense. And uh, we're getting a gift here. We're getting yeah. a gift. I'm not going to overthink it. New England minus six. Raiders 22-42 against the spread after a win since 2009, and that trend I think makes sense because of just their history of mediocrity, of ineptitude, and maybe maybe this is where Gruden establishes. Are himself. they a good team? Vegas Could they Raiders. Actually be a good team. No, I don't think so. They they seem like the perfect. If you were selecting two and zero fraudulent teams, Raiders would be up there for me. And maybe we're wrong, but early on. I'm looking to fade this team well, as I, they go. I, yeah, on. I, I uh, you know, I, the look ahead doesn't necessarily agree with me, but this, I, this it's the difference between a seven-point spread and a six-point spread. I'm um, with you. I still yet to take a dog, Sean. This is going to be one. one You're in trouble, Ryan. Me. The the Los Angeles Rams. They're heading to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo was a three-point favorite on the look ahead. They're now two and a half, Sean. After that big win by the Rams in Philly, uh, minus one thirty-five on the money line for the Buffalo Bills. Rams plus one fifteen forty-seven. And a half is the total. Uh, I know the Rams stayed somewhere. West Virginia was. Were they in West Virginia or is that the Niners? Oh, I thought I, that I, was the Niners. Yeah, maybe I get it mixed up. Because the Niners, like their MRI truck, broke down on the way to West Virginia. Which, by <laughs> the way, I mean that's. I wouldn't say that's the safest place to go to stay. Like you're kind of going out of your way to go to West Virginia. So uh, anyway. Uh, Again, Biff Bills. What? Why are we? There's nothing to talk about here. Why are the Bills only two and a half? And uh, I, I'm showing that the Rams won't be staying on the East Coast. Okay, that's what I was going to ask because I saw information that they were they're planning to, but then COVID, so they went home. Yeah. Well, and, but they're getting here. They got here a day early for the Philly game. They're doing the same for the Bills game. Yeah. Um. To me, matchup wise, I think if you're the Ram, if you're back in the Rams, you think maybe Higby has another big game, but. Buffalo is getting their linebackers back. I talked to our uh, Buffalo insider Adam Pelletier, oh, nice, yeah. DFS fantasy guru. He he told me both linebackers are practicing. Sounds like they were close to play playing last week. Uh, they have some other injuries that they're worrying about, but again, this is a this just feels like a great letdown spot for the Rams. Back to back games, non conference road game, back to back road games, and again, I think Jalen Ramsey will be able to match up good against Stephon Diggs. John Brown, I think, will be the guy who has the big game. Rams have struggled with the deep ball at times. Cole Beasley dealing with a finger thumb issue. So I, again, I, I think this just leads to John Brown having a huge game fantasy wise. But matchup wise, I mean, there's just going to be a ton of opportunities. And you look at the type of defense the Rams play; it, it's very susceptible to the QB scramble, the QB run. And Josh Allen is just playing lights out right now. I, I think the, I mean that Rams game, and again, this is me, and maybe I'm spending it, but I think it was more about the Eagles turning the ball over twice in inopportune times to the Rams than them having like this amazing, awesome game. And 
the Eagles were able to pick up a decent number of first downs. Like there's there's opportunities there on this Rams defense. The Eagles just didn't take advantage. And the way this Buffalo offense has been clicking, I, I think they will. And this is a big game for the Bills because as they look ahead to their schedule, they they hit the road to go take on the Raiders and the Titans in back to back weeks on the road. So this is a massive spot, non conference road game coming the other way. Jared Goff regression spot uh, might be might be time to start pulling up the Airbnb app. Maybe Jared Goff sucks island gonna have some availability <laughs> after this weekend because nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. Uh, will there be fans? I don't. I don't think Bills have fans yet. Will there be fans outside the stadium jumping through tables? Anyway? Yeah, I'm sure. The what cops are, will be cool with that. Right? Yeah, they're Bills fans too. They're probably the cops probably jump <laughs> through the tables. Okay, Kramer, I want to give a shout out to BetQL again. BetQL only app you need to make smart bets this season. They got all the major sports covered: baseball, college football, NFL. All you need to do is download that BetQL app. Help you bet smarter, not harder. Get it at the App Store, Google Play Store. Free to download. And if you live in uh, certain states, they got exclusive offers for you as well. They got a sweet best bets algorithm. Thing is cranking away at a very high percentage. Five star picks, 67%. And if you want to use their premium tools, which I recommend, we use them over here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. BetQL.co, enter code SGP20. Get 20% off your first subscription. BetQL.co, enter code SGP20. Next up, Sean, Sunday, 10 a.m. early kick. The San Francisco 49ers. They're heading back to the, the scene of the crime as the as they're calling it. What a whiny bunch of bitches. <laughs> the field. They're scared of the field. You think they're gonna show up and play football? They went down to West Virginia for some reason. I'm not sure this, how this benefits you from a travel perspective. Other uh, plane was also crashed into apparently at the airport. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. This team is—it's an insane like other the injuries. What everything did, you got? You got to ask. What did John Lynch do to get to the Super Bowl <laughs> last year? Maybe there was a dick cutting off ceremony that we didn't hear about. Uh, Giants four and a half point home dogs plus one seventy five on the money line minus two fifteen for the Niners. Forty five is the total. Sean, do we know if Garoppolo is definitely not going to play? High ankle sprain seems unlikely. Yeah, no, I don't know um, if you want to put him out there against this pass rush in the New York Giants. <laughs> oh, what, what, what? You think I'm making jokes? You think I'm making jokes, Sean? Yeah, I do. Number nine adjusted sack rate in the National Football League. I'm sorry, number thirteen adjusted line yards. When you're usually in the basement, this is exciting. <laughs> there times. you go. Uh, I just back to back road games, and they're, they're like West Virginia is not that close. Like I feel you, you're, you, but you're still traveling. Yeah, I mean Garoppolo didn't participate in and practice. It's Mullins, Mostert didn't practice. Tevin Coleman didn't practice. D Ford, and and that doesn't count all the guys they've lost for the season. How can you possibly take the Niners right now? They are getting George Kittle back, but it, it, to me, or it looks like he's lim- limited participation. I, I think he'll probably end up playing. Decoy. I, I think really what it comes down to is. Can is Nick Mullins deserving of being a four and a half point road favorite? I don't think you can do it. And they're coming off a huge win point wise against the jets. Uh, as bad as the giants are, they're not quite to the jets level. So I, I think and this, if you look at that game, like there were a couple big play busted plays, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like there, there was, if you, if you scrub, I think they scored 
two or at least two touchdowns off of kind of big broken plays. So maybe not as as big of a blowout as and just they're scared of the field, Sean. Yeah, they are complaint. They are a professional football team <laughs> that filed a complaint about the field. That's I mean, odd, right? I mean, I'm a uh, the that's field a millennial move. Shitty. Kyle Shanahan. The field is probably should look at you. <laughs> maybe uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe it was all set up to take down Carson Wentz, and who knew that we wouldn't have to take him down? He'll take down himself this year. Of course, I'm on the Giants, Sean. Yeah, I'm actually taking the Giants. Whoa! Here. <laughs> oh. This is a but this is a stay away. If you're betting this game, this is Lock City, baby. Hashtag why, are the, why are the Giants no not part of this? Game. Why are the Giants not favored? Next up, Tennessee heads to Minnesota. Not really sure what's going on with this Vikings team. They were one point favorites on the look ahead. They're now three point home dogs, plus 130 on the money line. Tennessee minus 150. 49 is the total. I don't know what's going on with this team. And sure, the defense is young, but. I, well, the defense is young, and Kirk Cousins is playing like shit without Stefan Diggs. Um, matchup wise, it's like, what can you. See here that would make you want to take Minnesota. I mean, the for me, the only thing that really makes sense as far as taking Minnesota is the fact that you know they are desperate. They're, I mean, Zimmer is a guy with a lot of pride. They're zero and two. They're at home, but again, I don't know what kind of juice you're getting at home. And Tennessee, two and zero, easily could have lost both of those first two games, and now they're a a road favorite in a non-conference spot. So spot wise. It tells me to take Minnesota, but I I can't let down spot a little bit, John. For who? For Tennessee, they're they're coming off the big divisional game. They have Pittsburgh on deck. Yeah, it's a non-conference road spot. I, I don't know if I, yeah. Again, I don't know if Jags is, they saw was a big divisional game, but they had to. I mean, it, they won it at the wire. There's some emotion poured out there. That 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 is energy, Sean. We know that. You like the letdown spot. Yeah, I mean. You know what? I think am I getting cute by taking Minnesota here? Kirk Cousins has played well at 10 a.m. Yeah, but he's also played horrible this season so far. And, I, and I'm week just, three is the time to 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 make an opinion because look, this is the lowest some of these teams' stock will be or highest. And and I think in the case of the Vikings, you're you're getting an opportunity to take a Tennessee favored indoors in a non-conference road spot. I don't care who the other team is. I don't know if I want to get involved in that situation with Tannehill. I think Tannehill is low enough on the IQ scale that Mike Zimmer is going to be able to do some things. And then let's, let's get cousins back to what he's been doing and, and get cooked the fucking ball. So sure. Maybe we will look stupid because cousins is a buffoon, uh, but this is a great value spot for the Vikings. Yeah, man, I, I'm going to take Minnesota just because of the non-conference road thing and, and pray they bounce back. But <laughs> matchup wise, oh man, I haven't taken a road team yet, Sean. Well, and, and Tennessee quietly has had a bunch of holes in their defensive backfield that you saw Minshew be able to exploit. Maybe Thielen uh, can get to work here and, and, and yeah. really help them out. They, they need it. They need us. I mean, they're kind of back against the wall as well. And this is not, this is a team that I think people conservatively were expecting to do work. Yeah. So. I mean, I've, I've been shocked at how bad they've been. So maybe they pull things out. I I'll take Minnesota plus three, but this is, this isn't going in anything serious. I'll be honest. Next up Washington heads to Cleveland off the long rest of Thursday night, Cleveland minus seven minus three thirty on the money line. The wash. I think I called them the Redskins. The Washington wow, football right. How team. How dare you? They're plus two seventy forty five is the total. Ah oh, man, uh, this certainly feels 
It, my feelings suggest that Cleveland defense is continuing to get, re- but they should have covered the last game and they didn't. The Cle- Cleveland defense didn't look that good against the Bengals. Um, and here, here's what I'll say: Washington. We might disagree about that, but I, you I, thought their defense looked good against the Bengals? I, I think, I think Burrow took advantage of a backdoor, uh, you know. Yeah, no, but before that, they were marching up and down the field. Um, Mixon had a big game. I think they played pretty well. I think they're on their way. I think they're going to be a. This is this is. A tough I mean, spot I, I think the, the I think Miles Garrett could have a big game against the Washington offensive line, which has some issues. But to me, Washington looked bad against Arizona because that was the perfect team to play this Washington team, mm. right? Get the ball out quick. Um, not involved in heavy formation, pounding the rock. That plays right into into the uh, football team strength. Like the football team strength is in their front seven. <laughs> And the football team is going to show up on Sunday and be able to slow down that that Chubb Hunt double team uh, package that Cleveland loves to run. I, I think Stefanski. You got to slow down the Chubb package. Yes, you don't want to be overwhelmed by the Chubb package. I think they're going to be able to pressure Baker, especially <laughs> on the interior, and he hates that. We see. I mean, why did he look good Thursday night against the Bengals? Because the Bengals have no pass rush. The football team has a pass rush. They're going to be able to rattle Baker, and seven points is way too much to give this Cleveland team. They they took care of a Cincinnati team at home on a Thursday night against a rookie quarterback. Yeah. They looked horrific. Well, week that's one. the angle right there. And, and like I was just, even though they got backdoored, they were playing a rookie quarterback. And, and once again, you, you have you have a team that just you know by the numbers again, may probably too early to to leverage the numbers, but they're the, they're they're the number one defense. Uh, they're over. They're over Pittsburgh slightly for the number one defense in the league according to DVOA. So I, if I'm going to take the number one defense with seven points, uh, to your point, on a, on the road in a situation where I don't think Cle- Cleveland might try to replicate some of the things that Arizona did, and they might do so poorly, getting Baker just smashed. Because what I did see in that Thursday night game is Baker trying his hardest because he was going against another number one pick, and he just he's. I think we what we know now is Baker Baker's ceiling is not that of a number one pick. Period. Yeah, no, and and I, I think Washington. So let's take the football team, baby. I think the football team will be able to drop enough to keep them in this game against the Browns. Might be getting cute here. Long rest, who knows? Carolina heads to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers, and God damn it, you wouldn't it wouldn't be any more Charger than having your team doctor. San Diego. Superchargers, administering a pain relieving shot to Tyrod Taylor's ribs and puncturing his lungs, causing the rookie quarterback to have to come in. And then Anthony Lynn says, Yeah, we still think we're a better team with Tyrod. Well, I mean, what the fuck? The Chargers are minus six and a half. But, uh, but to. But to Anthony Lynn's point, like he's a former player. Yeah, you I don't think lose your job because of injury. Well, especially when the team doctor causes yeah. it. Like <laughs> it's one thing if you get knocked out of a game and okay, the guy comes in, he looks way better. But literally, the team doctor is but, the one that injured you. Yeah, but there's also times where the rookie looked pretty good, and maybe you should just do that. No, I know, but I'm saying I think that's why he defended no, Tyrod and and didn't want to announce Herbert the starter. It sounds like Tyrod's not going to be able to play. But I mean, I, this Chargers team can't lay six and a half points. I mean, Herbert, I saw doing some some nice stuff, and yeah, granted, Carolina's defense has looked horrible. I think why Eckler's, can't they lay six and a half points? Because they haven't. To me, this offense mm. doesn't look dynamic. Really, uh, Herbert looked better, certainly, but he that Chiefs offense has or Chiefs defense 
there were opportunities there that he he just missed. He made some rookie interception. Uh, he he turned the ball over a little bit. Like I, I don't know, man. I, I just I haven't seen this. The Chargers offense hasn't put up more than twenty points in each of those games. Now situation spots, yeah, I don't but know. I mean they looked horrible against the Bengals defense. Now that was when Tyrod was the quarterback. Maybe you split the difference here. They are at home, but I, I think Carolina again, zero and two team catching a bunch of points. Again, I don't love their non-conference road spot, but I think Carolina will actually be able to do some things. I mean, I, I am worried about no McCaffrey, but I, I still think Robbie Anderson, some of those speed guys, they'll be able to do some things against this Chargers secondary. Carolina is twenty-fifth in uh, adjusted sack rate on the offensive line. Not, um, not good. You want to be high on that list for offensive lines. I just don't see how the pass rush. Of Bosa and Ingram doesn't just cause havoc here. And while you're right, the offense hasn't looked dynamic. This is a tremendously bad spot for this Carolina team. This is a situation where if this game gets behind, if they get behind the the look, dude, we haven't seen them play without McCaffrey ever. But maybe time. that's maybe that's something that opens up the offense. They don't have to rely on him. They can get it to the speedy receivers. Maybe, but I just. I, I think if they fall behind in this game, because the, the running attack for the chargers should be able to have their way. We've seen running back score very well against the Panthers. I think this is a blowout. I think the line is generous under a, se- a seven because of what you said with the lack of dynamic offense. I'm going to take the chargers at home, lay in the six and a half moving over to the early afternoon spot. One Oh five kick on the West coast. The jets head to Indy. Boy, this Jets team is just fucking mess. Indy goes from a six and a half point look ahead line to minus eleven, minus five eighty on the money line. Jets plus four forty. Forty four is the total. Uh, what what is there to say about this Jets team? I mean, obviously you always you, you love an overreaction and a massive four and a half point line movement uh, since a week ago. But why would you? I took the Jets last week, Sean. Yeah, I'll admit mistake. That. Why would you take the Jets anymore? Yeah, I don't what know. is Sam is this, Darnold doing? Is well, he did have that one really good uh, throw, but other than that, he he just looks completely lost out there. Here's the thing: the Jets number two in adjusted line yards. They 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 have the ability on defense to shut down the run. Does that matter in this matchup? Because we haven't seen Rivers uh, do much of anything. No, and I, and I think the you know the Colts offense looked good last week because of Taylor and the Jets can kind of slow him down. Also, I think Kramer is this not the uh, first uh, close your eyes special of the season? I don't. I when I graded, I didn't mark it down, so it tells me that no, it's not. Wait, how did they not? They didn't. The Jets lost. They got worked by the 49ers, didn't they? Uh, did they not? Thirty-one thirteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. So that's eighteen. All right, you're they're, right. They were seven and a half point dogs. We don't uh, have any Colts. Points. Don't have Malik Hooker. I, I think maybe that creates some opportunity for Perriman. They have a pass rush though. Who? The Colts. Yeah. Number one in adjusted sack rate. So I think I'm. I think I'm going to have to take the Jets just because it's such an insane line value at, at eleven. Is it? Yeah. Because this yeah, take double digits, Sean, in the National Football League. Well, this Colts team, I haven't really seen anything what that they do good about. Week. I mean, their offense really hasn't done anything that amazing. Like the idea was, hey, you bring in Philip Rivers; he's going to play at the super high level. They have all these skill positions. They have a good offensive line. Just kind of haven't seen it. Yeah. I mean, 
they they took care of the Vikings pretty easily, but that was more about Minnesota's offense being horrible and and Colts defense uh, playing well. I, I think this is going to be an ugly game, and the total kind of reflects that at forty four. That's a pretty low total. It, the more the lower the total, the more valuable points are when you're getting them. So getting uh, so eleven a- points on a forty four point total is a good value opportunity. Again, I'm probably not going to actually touch this game, but I'm for the sake of picking every game, Ryan, give me the jets plus 11. Uh, you, you couldn't see this end up in a 31 to 30, 13 game. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, give me the favorite. Uh, this is our survivor pick this week, Sean. I think. Yeah. I think this is our survivor pick this week. Uh, All right. Um, You know what? I'm going to just take Indy minus 11. Indy, uh, the only (laughs) other spot we would consider Indy is at home against Cincinnati, uh, week six. You know what? The value and the spread line movement, that all tells you to take the Jets. But being a gut handicapper, I have to look myself in the mirror and realize the entire team has quit on Adam Gase. There's no reason this team is going to play or try to win. And you may walking away from your off season take, Sean. You got to stick with maybe them. Indy uh, is going to gut this out. Eleven's a huge number, but I, I think that's what you have to take here. All right, talking about ace per head, baby. Thinking about starting your own sports book? Now is the time. That's right. Start booking all the major action, NBA playoffs. We got conference finals going on. Got the Stanley Cup happening. Golf majors left and right. The Preakness right around the corner. Instead of making bets, you should be taking bets, baby. Aceperhead.com/sgp. Use that link. Sign up today, and uh, just like that, you could be operating your own online sportsbook. Aceperhead makes it super easy to use. Just go to aceperhead.com/sgp. That's aceperhead.com/ S G P stop trying to beat the bookie and just be a bookie over at acefred.com slash S G P six weeks free with our link in what I assume will be America's game of the week with the hall of famer, Joe buck five and a half. Sean Seattle is minus five and a half. This jumped up from three and a half on the look ahead. Dallas plus one eighty five, Seattle minus two twenty five, fifty five and a half is the total. Oh man, unlimited! How you fading this dude right now, bro? Oh man, how you fade this dude right now, Ryan? It is hot in this hot oil bath that Russ has been using to just cook fools left and right. I mean, Dallas. What's the secondary going to do to stop that? I know Seattle hasn't been playing any defense. You probably should grab the points and blah 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 blah. Uh, how you betting against Russ right now? Yeah, you can't go against the Seahawks team. They're red hot. No. Love me some Seattle minus five and a half against that Dallas secondary. Are you kidding me? On no. the road in Seattle? I mean, what matchup do you like if you're a Cowboys fan? Maybe, mm. uh, maybe Dak runs a little bit. I mean, uh, Seattle seemed to struggle with that a little bit with Cam. Uh, what what matchup are you talking yourself into? Well, one of the th- you know I like to look at the adjusted line yards on the offensive defensive line, and that was actually something that popped out to me. Is Seattle actually pretty good sixth in adjusted line yards on defense? So perhaps they won't have issues. Uh, do we know the status of Tyron Smith? That's a good one because I I think. 
that they, they, they got a rare win with him not playing last. Yeah. Week. That was a rare win on so many uh, different occasions. I mean, the win probability was like 99.9. Don't, I mean, haven't we seen this throughout the NFL? Don't you love taking fading teams after miracle yeah. wins? The Eagles NFC championship game is probably is one of the great examples that jumps out that Minnesota team, the, the miracle in Minneapolis, like yeah, yeah. they're celebrated losing their minds or the Eagles the other way after that, Deshaun Jackson miracle in the Meadowlands part two, uh, they <laughs> lost the following game, like teams coming off miracle wins. Now it's, this would be tough to come up with because what actually defines a miracle win, but that was a miracle win that probably, onside probably kick a miracle win. again, like uh, Cooley pointed out in slack, the fact that they were, they put up 39 points, you know, had a turnover differential and still lost the game. I love fading teams coming off historic wins like this Dallas Cowboys. Sean, Give me Seattle minus five Sean, and a half. I know why. We, I don't know why we have to speak so much about this because you know where we're going. But quote: He didn't play last week in part because we made preparations for the future. It wasn't impossible to have him out there last week had we done a couple things differently. But by design, we didn't do it that way. Cowboys owner, general manager Jerry Jones uh, uh, <laughs> on on Tyron Smith last week. That sounds shady as fuck. He he did participate in the rehab uh, group, uh, and did not participate in team drills on Wednesday, Sean. So something to monitor. But I think the matchup here that I plucked out was that Seattle's run defense not actually their problem. Now Dak in this passing offense could still have a day, but in a shootout, yeah, I don't love that I'm laying five and a half points. But in a shootout. I'm going to take the number one passing offense according to DVOA week two weeks into the season, and that's Russell Wilson and this goddamn Seahawks. They're well, going. I mean, I mean, they're not losing a game this year. Sean. They 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 were beating Gilmore, probably one of the league's top corners. You don't think they're going to have trouble with whatever bullshit the Cowboys uh, are trying out? We did discuss the fact that we thought New England would regress this year, but still, I they're better than what Dallas has. Yeah. Next up, Sean, the Detroit Lions. They head to Arizona, where Arizona, a minus. Arizona's a quiet, nice team to watch in the late games. Arizona minus six, minus two sixty-five on the money line, plus two twenty-five for Detroit. Fifty-five is the total. Ah, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Sean. The number is five and a half as we record. Nice, yeah. Give me this Cardinals team again. This is a uh, revenge I'm- spot. I'm just stuck in. Is there a revenge spot for ties? Yeah, revenge at both sides. Uh, I I just this Arizona team uh, better than I gave them credit for. At least what we've seen so far. Yeah, super fast, super speedy. Like they again. This is the kryptonite for this Lions team. Slow, methodical. Like we're old school. We're you know we're gonna pound the rock. Stafford. I know you thought he would be MVP candidate, NFC He's championship. Right. He's looked all right. Their defense is just a sieve. It's I mean, we saw fault. them. We saw them going to Green Bay. Yeah. And just get lit up by Aaron Rodgers. Why would they not the same thing happen in Arizona? Kyler is just his speed as a runner is just an insanely tough matchup. Well, and that's the thing. Early in the season, their their defense is showing up well on paper, number eight. But you have to question the teams they've played at this point. San Francisco and the football team could end up being a couple of our worst offenses. We don't know yet. Uh, so perhaps their defense is a bit inflated. I will say that the numbers look good. The pass rush numbers look good. So maybe they're 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 having one of those rebound years, and Arizona is going to be a team. Uh, 
<laughs> but I mean, look at look what look what uh, Aaron Jones did. I I think Kenyon Drake could have a huge game. That that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about what Arizona can do when when they have those opportunities just to pound the rock. Uh, it is very hard to take Detroit here, Sean. But I, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna see your your laying the points with Arizona and say at some point we have to go against the line value of the look ahead movement. This went from three to five and a half. Galladay's coming back. He he's a very critical piece of this offense. I, I think much like we saw early in that one against Green Bay, Detroit is gonna be able to move the ball because Arizona's a bit inflated and the average guy is walking around telling you how Arizona's defense looks better. Well, we know Sean, they just played one of the worst offenses in the National Football League. Let's take the Detroit Lions. They get revenge for that Kyler comeback tie in 2019, week one. You're crazy, Ryan. And maybe I'm just I'm smitten for this Lions team. Barry Sanders is not walking out of that locker room. Next up, Tampa Bay heads to Denver. Uh I I must have written this down wrong that Denver was originally a, maybe maybe they were a favorite. No. I don't think so. Uh now Tampa minus six. Minus two sixty on the money line to Denver plus two twenty forty three and a half is the total. The look ahead was three and a half. I think, obviously, the backup quarterback is a problem. Yeah, Driscoll, tons but, of injuries. But, no, no Sutton, uh, no Locke. Obviously, starting quarterback. No Philip Lindsay. Didn't we like? We like this spot though. Hey, are we still, still September? Denver is still a home dog. Tampa Bay was in the ultimate get right spot mm-hmm. last week at home against Carolina. We had that game going. Now, yes, did Tampa Bay cover a nine point spread? Yes. No. But we watched that no, game. Fournette covered a nine yeah. point spread. He, he broke something off. I think Denver is uh, as a home dog in elevation. This is a tempting spot, especially them getting six points. Tampa Bay, a lot of old guys, a lot of mercenaries, you know, the dream team aspect coming up to elevation. Arians team isn't super disciplined. I think the Tampa Bay defense isn't quite as good as people thought. This feels like just, this I, feels like an ugly game, but I, I like Denver as the home dog. I was gonna ask you, is Driscoll that much worse than Locke? I mean, I like I like Locke. Did you but, see, but Driscoll played all right. No, yeah. He 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 played fine in relief. I, I think the Steelers are a pretty good team. So the fact that he had them in that game, I, I would say I'm I'm fairly still impressed with Denver. I don't I'm not walking away from my position that this we were always going to play Denver week one and week three in those home spots. So yeah. we're still going to take Denver week three. We're going to get the extra points and we're going to take the six. Dog potential, I'd say. Dog potential. Next up, Green Bay heads to New Orleans. Saints coming off Monday night football. Sean, the look ahead at this at four, four and a half. And since the saints looked so bad on the road, they dropped it to three. Meanwhile, green Bay can't lose saints minus minus one sixty-five on the money line. Green Bay plus plus one forty-five, fifty-two and a half and a half is the total Man, uh, Sean. This is scary because this, the Packers have looked really good. They have looked really good. And instead of, you know, being like, well, they were supposed to regress. I should say they're going to lose. I, I like this matchup for the Packers going into the dome. I think the home field isn't isn't quite as much as we would think, and this is just a great matchup. Why you why you look at why you giving me this stink eye face, Kramer? Because you know better. This is the ultimate time to take the Saints for the situation. The stock on Green Bay is high as hell. The Saints just lost to the Raiders. Yeah, now on a short week, prime time in the dome. No, I I get why there would be more value, quote unquote, but. 
Again, Green Bay is the better team. I like what I've seen out of out of this Green Bay team. Small Aaron, sample size. Sure. Aaron Rodgers has looked dynamic. Um, th- there's clearly some issues with this New Orleans defense. Granted, it was on the road, but you still made Derek Carr look like a fucking uh, MVP candidate. I-, I think that is a red flag. No answer. It was Super Bowl. They just opened the stadium. Like that's why I. Yeah, I think but you're I mean, it. but it was you know there was no one there. How much juice could that team have? Well, that that could be the angle with the Saints. Maybe they need a crowd. Maybe they need. The I, crowd I think noise. I think they need a crowd. They need a Michael Thomas to get that offense going. I think Green Bay. Uh, give me Green Bay plus three. I think they're just going to be able to throw the ball enough on this Saints defense to take care of business. And and I wonder because this backs you up, Sean. Forty five percent of the tickets, but seventy six percent of the dollars right now, according to BetQL, on the Packers. So smart money. Uh, I'm I'm. Yeah, call, taking call three. Me, uh, Ashy Larry, I'm taking the chalk. Give me the Saints minus three. This is the. the uh, come on, you know better. You're gonna look back at this and be like, God, why? You said that like three times last week, right? Uh, and I hit those spots. No, One of those was the Chargers, bro. Yeah, that was it. The re- I mean, I'm and looking the at the record and the dog. Yeah, what? but you said. Well, that, how are you gonna come after my record? You said that like what five times. Are you coming after my record right now? We agreed on a lot of shit. Overall. Overall, you're you're what three games up on me? Calm the fuck down, bro. Plus two hundred on the dog Raiders. Come at me. I'm a man. I'm almost for it. Kansas City Monday Night Football heads to Baltimore. Baltimore minus three and a half, minus one eighty five on the money line. Kansas City plus one fifty five. Fifty three and a half is the total. I the look ahead was one and a half, which is an interesting look ahead. It tells me they didn't know what they were going to do with it. Um. This this is a stupid overreaction. Why is Kansas? This is, should be three. And while Baltimore has played them tough before, the Chargers pat. Like I don't think I don't think we're gonna see the same level of pat. That that was just an all time game from this Chargers defense. Yeah, and I, and I missed that too because that it was a great look ahead spot for Kansas City to kind of sleepwalk through that Chargers game. It was a division game, road division game. Clearly now looking ahead to Baltimore, give Andy Reid that extra day to look. Um, look at some tape, scheme up some fun stuff for this Chiefs team. I, I just, how can you take the Chiefs? How can you not take the Chiefs as a dog crossing the key number of three? I, I and certainly I've been super impressed with the Ravens too. Like I, I thought they would be uh, dealing with more regression. And granted, maybe like maybe they really uh, they just had that chip on their shoulder from getting knocked out of the playoffs so early. But yeah, give me the Chiefs plus three and a half. I, I think this is just going to be. An exciting back and forth game. If you're going to give the Chiefs an extra field goal, like what have you seen out of this offense? I granted the Chargers did slow them down a little bit, but I think you understand the situation. It makes a little bit of sense. I, I think they'll really be able to hang in Baltimore. I think the answer is because Baltimore has just destroyed both teams they've played. But we don't know, like, as crazy as this sounds, have they played a defense? That will be able to do that. Uh, maybe you'd say the bra. I I don't know. This is one of those where I I don't know if we know enough. And and, and to me, it's at that point you get. When's the next time we're gonna to get three and a half with the Chiefs? All yeah. season. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, again, you're getting the Chiefs with points. To me, that's just insane. Well, I think if it was plus three, it, it would make more sense to me. Yeah, why are they? What are they doing? I mean, my thoughts on why the number is is where it is is because the numbers will indicate to people who care about that kind of thing that Baltimore is just a team you're going to ride until you're wrong, and especially with the Chiefs coming off coming off a situation like they are where they looked very vulnerable, 
They looked like a very human team, and Patrick Mahomes looked like a very human player. But again, you look at that money split, 52% of the tickets, but almost 70% of the money on the Chiefs. So they're they're catching them the at least the early week action. That they're they're getting it. I wonder if this no this has to get back to three, right? If you like the Chiefs, you get it early. Yeah. It, how is that not gonna get bet down to three? That's shocking. The outs the football outsiders who are notoriously bad for at making against the spread picks. They like uh <laughs> they like the Ravens to win by five, so I guess maybe that's where it's coming from. But yeah, I'm I'm with you, Sean. Let's get let's take Mahomes. Let's not think about Patrick it. Mahomes as a dog. That's all I need to hear. Now time for the lock dog tease, of course, brought to you by mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP for that hundred percent deposit bonus. Kramer, give us your oh, lock. I, I gotta go first. Yes. What? We do this every week. We're we're why are you trying to mess with the mojo? The mojo's good right now. Yeah, and stop messing with it. And and I'm I'm gonna tell you the the mojo is telling me that there there's absolutely no reason why Buffalo should only be minus two and a half this week. Okay, I'm gonna lock up the Bills for my dog. Uh, I I'm so tempted to take the Giants, but I'm gonna stick to my guns. Uh, I I think uh, miraculous, uh, maybe shocking. Uh, Denver gets the win at home plus two twenty. The old guys don't travel well. T- TB12 doesn't have evolution, evolu- <laughs> e- elevation training. And for my T's, which by the way, I hit last week, Sean. Oh, I didn't hear that. You didn't hear that? Hit my T's last week. First up, it, this is a weird teaser week. I, I don't feel like I fell on enough of these uh, where it's going to matter, but c- let's go Chargers minus a half. Let's go Chiefs plus nine and a half. You're not going to get to do that too often. No, that's fun. And uh, let's go Giants plus ten and a half. That's a bad tease. Oh, I, actually, you're right. Take that. I've been avoiding. I don't want to put the Giants in anything. <laughs> Patriots, pick them. Pick. All right, for my lock, give me Seattle oh. <laughs> minus five and a half. I mean, are we just gonna? We literally going? have a sound effect of that man, Ryan. Why? Why dare we go against him right now? For my dog, I like the pack to uh, go into New Orleans, take care of business. Green Bay plus one forty five, KC plus nine and a half. That feels great. Uh, Indy down to minus five, and then we'll throw uh, Arizona plus a half. Although I love New England as well. Yeah, maybe even extend it to a four point tease. First for our, uh, oh. our survivor pick. Do we just do it and do the Colts? Still alive. Only four people got evicted last week from the Circus Survivor. Yes, still alive with about eight hundred people. Again, Sean, the the only other time we would consider playing the Colts would be in two week, three weeks from now, where they have the Bengals at home. Indy minus eleven. Let's do it. I think sometimes you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you just gotta fire. Yep. I think I think Colts is the choice. All right, for our five Capper Cup picks. So you agree the Bills have to go on this card. Bills, yes. Buffalo minus two and a half. Seattle minus five and a half. Sure, why not? We 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 do we take. Do I'm, we take Denver? We 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 talked about this spot. Denver, all Denver, I, I think it's a little. Well, is Denver risky? a little cute? Denver is a little. I mean, all right. Let's go other stuff we like. New England minus six. Yeah. And I mean, I I think we like Jacksonville minus three. We'll play Thursday for the first time. Yeah, and actually in the Capra Cup, I do think it's two and a half. Really? But, yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. Ooh. Do we want to go Thursday? No, I mean it's your call. Maybe we wait. We haven't played Thursday yet, Sean, but I do like this. We both like the Jags. 
I'm good with it. Let's fire. All right, Jacksonville minus three, maybe two and a half in the uh, Capra Cup, and yeah, then I, guess I don't have the circa millions either. So KC plus three and a half. That feels great. Oh my goodness. Now, which of these do we make our double? I, I think a good case can be made for New England minus six as our double lock because it's not either one of I, our you locks. Know, I was gonna say neither of us locked up. How did we not lock up Fade Gruden? Yeah, neither of us. So let's That's lock it saying. up for the Capra Cup. Yep. Let's do it. Knowing and this is a good formula. We did four favorites, one dog last week. Did we? Paid off, Ryan. Oh, pick him. I don't know if it was a full dog. Oh. I think it was uh all right. No, you're right. You're right. We had uh we had Pick'em, yeah. Philly was the quote dog. They weren't laying points. No, it Philly plus one in the Capricorn. Oh, it wasn't they were plus one, okay. So I was right, Ryan. All right. And make sure to uh, check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash showdown. Sign up. It's free. All you got to do is take two seconds, put in a review, you get the DraftKings link. Sign up for that. It's free. If you win the Thursday night showdown, you get $100 cash and a chance to call into the podcast. Hell yeah. And again, thank you guys so much. We're going to be dominating. We are dominating. I keep tweeting out <laughs> where we are in the charts. We just want to take all these media conglomerates. I mean, you want to sit around and listen. To corporate, you know, mega. Whoa, Bob! Well, this is a. I live in vet. No, come on. I don't know who that was an impression of, but I'm with you, Ryan. Screw Stuffy those guys. Vegas fat guys. <laughs> All right, they do sound like pigs, and they're going to be slaughtered. Fry up that bacon. Support the podcast. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. For the sports gambling podcast, I'm Sean. Second, the money green, and he is Ryan. All rise. Giants are making a comeback. Kramer, let it ride.